hope you guys all liked my last week's flute podcast. I currently do not have any new music, so it might be a while until I can play you anything more, because I played you three years worth of stuff, but I think I can scram some stuff up. I do hope you enjoyed it. It didn't, it was very amusing, and hope actually started howling on one of the recordings, so I had to stop and delete that one. So yes, that is a good thing, I believe, because it means that Hope still has her young voc- her young eight-year-old vocal cords. And she's also very noisy. I'm just listening to some of my recordings now that I might have put in last week with the flute, and I'm realizing that I was seriously unpracticed. But it was very, it was nice, though, listening to them. Because I got on, like, King's Trumpet, since there's two parts, and, like, oh, to Joy. I don't think I played you guys that one, but it's a duet that we had this year. But back to King's Trumpets, it was so fun because I listened to the top part, and then, or King's Trumpets 1, as I think I named it, and I played the bottom part, and it was so much fun. since it was so nice out we put Quinn in Al Cat Traz like the prison and all it is is really like a white wire box like those big storage cubes that you can buy and it's really just a plant pot in there and we put her front claws on the edges and she just peeks her head out and looks over the deck edge of the deck and it's so funny because she'll get like halfway out of the plant pot And then it looks like she kind of just gave up, and so she's, like, kind of hanging out in the middle of the air, I guess? (laughs) It's just an odd habit of hers. Okay, for those of you who do not know... Me and my ma and the creatures and Joey are all moving into a house. So, originally we were going to be moving on to a house on York Street, except then we found out we'd have to pay like 8000 bucks, maybe 5000 I don't know. All the numbers are blurry now. But we'd have to pay a ridiculous amount of money just so we could live there with actual, like, good water. So, it was perfect. Like, the backyard was good the gardens were ginormous, there was strawberry, there was already rhubarb there. It was just all awesome. And then there's the water problem, so we had to scrap that plan. And now we are in a place called Um, for the one of you who I've already told, you're gonna you're gonna correct me on this more and laugh like a lunatic. But we are on 47 Hale Street. That is not the right letter, but I can never remember the right letter. It's, it ends with ale, anyways. So, we're moving in there. Uh, the backyard's okay. Um, rabbit friends, please, I after the 25th of June, when we get the place, I will ask you during the next couple weeks to bring your rabbities over and help us with the weed problem, because this guy has never lived in this house. He's a real estate agent, so it's kind of pointless of why you would buy a house and then 
Like, he's never, he's barely even set foot on the place. Like, he's decorated all nice and lovely, put some fake furniture in, but that's really it. Like, he's never actually slept there overnight and all of that nonsense. But anyways, where was I? Flute, music, cat calendar, bamboo, house, yes. So it has an unfinished basement, which really just needs paint and flooring. Uh, the backyard's nice enough, it's big, and then there's, like, connected to the grabs, there's this big 14 by 14 workroom, and it's been decided that I will get the workroom as a greenhouse for all of my lovely little plants, except the vegetables have to be grown in the ground, but oh well, that's workable. Where, yes, vegetables and the plants. Vegetables are plants. I'm coming, you guys, give me three seconds, I might need four or five or six. I'm wasting seconds, never mind. So we're gonna put a little solar panel on the roof of the shed workroom thingy, and then it's gonna charge a little plant light in there that's gonna make fake sunlight for all of my plants. And then I'm gonna grow lots of good stuff, and we're gonna make Quinny a little table. We, it has an old table in the backyard for some reason, and we're gonna take that and put it in the workroom. And then we're gonna put plants on it. We're gonna give Quinny her own little green, which means grass space, so like a whole little platform of grass. And then, yeah, it's gonna be very fun because this way, with like the UVB, it's a heated workroom for some reason, but we can just leave Quinny in there all day and she won't be able to get up um, touching my wooden floor, not jinx it. She will not be able to get up into any mischief. Hope. Probably not, and I've told the adults that if they want to put any kind of plant in there, they have to check with me. They have to get my permission to put anything in. We told my uncle over the phone, and it was hilarious because him and Jolie want to grow something, of course. That's just them. And I said, they, you have to make sure that it's not poisonous to my Hopi or my Quinny. And sadly, a lot of the plants that I actually have are poisonous to Hopi Quinny. Which kind of defeats the point, but spider plants are dangerous to dragons and dogs if ingest, if like, if they eat too many. Mint is fine, fern is fine, trees, they can't really eat. <gasps> awesome! I haven't looked at my beautiful plant. It was an imposter in my garden this year, and I, I don't know why I haven't looked at this before, but it just flowered. It's a, I will describe the best I can. It's a beautiful, like, pinky red with tints of orange, and it looks so lovely. Oh, it's not a rose, because it's not, it doesn't have a pokey stem. It's very soft, and, like, you know the sticky feeling you have after, like, holding bugs, or, like, when you feel cold cheese? But it, <laughs> it smells lovely. Well, it doesn't smell like anything yet. Okay, I was talking about poisonous plants. My first successful, uh, imposter. Uh, my basil is fine. It actually caused, it soothes stomach aches. My aloe vera is also poisonous, sadly, to Quinn, but not Hope. Well, when I say poisonous, I just mean, like, it'll cause, uh, like, the diarrhea and all of that. More spider plants. Oh, yes, I'm growing zucchini. I'm growing one butternut squash. Why I only have one? I never thought to ask, but I will figure that out later. 
but I have lots of lovely plants that I'm gonna fill this lovely big green space up with. So yeah, it'll all be fun. Waiting to 44, one, two, and it's 45. game today. It's actually been in my room for a couple of months. I think I got it for Christmas. But anyways, I just figured out uh, what it is. It's like all the famous people, like all famous people as like dogs. So let me see. I shuffled the cards. So we have Fleance Knowles. If anyone knows any of these people, uh, please let me know because I don't do very well with famous people. Catherine Zeta Bones. Dave Growl. I was considering David Bowie, but I don't think that's him. Uh, Notorious Pug. Pug is like P-U dot G. Uh, Sarah Jessica Barker. Uh, Snoop Dogg. I believe I know that person. More fiancés. More Catherine's at a bone. Lots of Dave Growls. Notorious Pugs. More Notorious Pugs. Barker, Zeta. Clint Eastwood. I know that one. It's Clint Eastwood. I believe he's an actor. It's a lovely little picture of a scruffy old chihuahua. Okay, Clint Eastwood. Oh, Jennifer Parents. I think that's Jennifer Lawrence. That makes the most sense. Ooh, Sherlock Bones. I obviously know that one. Most famous detective of all time. B. Okay, I'm going to spell this out for you because I don't know how to pronounce it. B J O R K I E. Bjorki? I have no idea who that is. Uh, anyone know who Fido Cowell is? I think it's a girl. It's a picture of a lovely looking bulldog. Will Sniff? I'm guessing a basketball player. Uh, Spaniel L. Jackson? Daniel L. Jackson? Don't know who that is. More Fido Cowell, more, lots more Snoop Dogs. And then on the Oh, I've already gone through all of those. Hmm. There's really not any more. Hmm. Give me five minutes, you guys, and... Oh, Michael Canine. Drew Lee Andrews. That's Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins. Uh, let me see here. Sarah Michelle Old Yeller. A uh, picture of a golden retriever. I don't know who that is. Spaniel Wagcliffe. Oh, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter. Uh, Colly Parton, Dolly Parton. Hey, I'm getting good at this, you guys. Whoopi Goldberg, no idea. Scratch, I'm getting good at this. <gasps> Debbie Harry, probably a model, don't know her. Kim Kardashian, oh, Kim Kardashian. Brad Pitbull, uh, I'm guessing a policeman of some kind. Uh, Pavarotti. Ooh, ooh, Pop, Pozzarati. Nope, don't get it. Uh, Harrison Pod, Harrison Ford from Star Wars. Uh, Bark Ruffalo, picture of a Frankenstein dog. If you have any idea of who any of these people are, please tell me. Okay, now for 
school stuff. In English, we are doing a book report. We all get different books, so it's going to be a bit new because Lucio says he hasn't tried it yet. Excuse me. So it's going to be very fun to see what happens because we're getting put into three groups. Uh, those of us who have already read the book, uh, I confess that I read mine the first night because who wouldn't? When you have a good book, you may as well read it because what's the point of having a book otherwise? If you have any ideas on that, please let me know. I think I'm saying that too much this time. But for English, we're doing book reports, so that I think is relatively interesting. We all have different books, so we're all going to be reporting different things. Ooh, I have a whole set. Ha! Go fish! No. Oh, you say Canine Chaos. That's the name of the game. I decided to scrap that. Sorry, I'm going off topic again. And play a simple Go Fish. I think everyone knows how to play Go Fish. When I just tried to name that last piece English, I got Angel Fish. As to why, I do not know, but, oh, the things that happened. Okay, so, pour le français, on crée des chansons, et à ce moment, on n'a pas commencé. On sait quel instrument on va utiliser, mais pas plus que ça. Et puis, je pense que ça c'est tout. had to do we just did drumsticks and it was actually kind of fun because we had to choose a song and then we had to make like a I was just gonna say we had to make a song that is not true we had to put together like a little routine with drumsticks and then we could either videotape it or do it live in front of the class and Monsieur says he's never really handed out EUs for that kind of thing and he says that we have like three EUs from the groups I think it all went rather well. This next bit is going to be completely random, but it's called Dog Show 101. It's from the Westminster Kennel Club 145th, 44th Annual Dog Show, sponsored by Creative Pro Plan, as, as usual, because they sponsor everything for some reason. Okay, so it starts with 2,500 dogs from 205 breeds. There's seven groups in all. There's number one, sporting, then it goes hound, working, terrier, non-sporting, toy, and then herding. And then it just shows a diagram, breed standards. Okay, so first, for explaining how to get to the best in show. So first, every dog competes against the others of their breed. So after the dog show, it goes, I was able to help steward one of them. It basically means like you write all of the numbers down and you go girls against girls, boys against boys, and it's all in ages and then in classes, like how many things they've accomplished already. 
and then you do boys versus girls, like the two best for each, and then the winner of that moves on to best in group, and like say for herding dogs, like say a border collie won their, like a, say Hope, the border collie, won her best in breed, then she would move on to group against all the other dogs in the herding groups, like Oh, I was going to say Cocker Spaniel. So, dog listeners, that was a very big mistake. Cocker Spaniels are not herding dogs. Like, Rock Collie, Old English Sheepdog, etc. And then, say, the Rough Collie won the, herding, the group competition. Then they would move on to Best in Show. And there's only... There's seven dogs, one from each group, and only one of them gets Best in Show. Uh, last year, I believe... It was the Wire Fox Terrier. As usual, they've won, like, the most out of everyone. Okay, so first, well, U.S. has different uh, numbers for their groups. And this one, Hound, is first. Then it goes Toy, uh, I think Working, Sporting, something, something, Working Again, something, something. Ugh, I'm very bad at this. Okay, so, let me see. The Greyhound is the most winningest breed and hound group with 13 group wins. Six best in show winners have come from the hound group. Next is Toy. Oh, hope he's being annoying. Let me see. Pekingese is the best group, best dog from here with 26 group wins and 11 best in shows have come from here. For the non-sporting, ooh, that feels good. The Sport Standard Poodle is the best one in non-sporting with 30 group wins, and 11 best in show winners have come from there. Uh, let me see. Oh, skipping past the ads. Sporting group next. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Huh. I guess I don't say which dog's best. But anyway, 20 dogs have won best in show from the sporting group. And then from the working group, the boxer is the most popular with 24. Also the most consecutive group wins with five in a, five years in a row. And they have won 15 best in show, best in show champions from this group. Let me see, coming along. From the terrier group, they have won 47 best in shows. And the Wire Fox Terrier is the best with 23 wins. And then to the Sad Border Collie group. Hmm. The most common winner is three. And then the German Shepherd is the best breed with 17 group wins. Hmm. And sadly, since all the way back from 1983, only Guess number? Two best in show champions have come from the herding group. Which I'm extremely sad and uh, sad end about. Because herding group, I, in my opinion, are the best dogs. They're the most useful, I'd say, like for anyone who lives on a farm, besides the guard dog. Never mind, that is all for dogs. them arguments or no ranting ranting and raving 
My first grouchiness of this week is that for the last day of school this year, you have to go to school on a Monday. Like, you do all of school, like Monday to Friday, the week before. Then you have the weekend. And then you have to come to school on Monday and then, like, Tuesday through Friday. It's summertime already. So, like, why would you make us come on a Monday? Like, why not just, like, because it's, like, the week, two weeks before the end of school. We have a Friday off, I'm pretty certain. So why not just move the Monday to that Friday? And then we don't need to come on school on Monday. Because, like, some people don't live in the city. And it means, like, coming in, like, after spending a late night, like, doing movie night, celebrations, at the end of school, etc. Ooh, this has lasted me a minute and a bit. Sweet. My next thing is that crested geckos do not grow fast enough and that they're too small. That isn't really anything to be mad about because they're just like humans. They have their own way of growing. My next thing is that you're only allowed to have five chickens in Lumsden and you're not allowed a rooster. Well, the yelling in the morning is understandable, but, like, you're only allowed five chickens, like, only five laying hens. Like, seriously, people. It was all a big thing because some people who lived on the edge of Lumsden, well, this is from two different newspapers. This one that I'm talking about is the second and most latest one. It's where this family had, like, their own chickens, their own roosters and everything, and Lumsden, I think, was either extending or just having to go out and like just warning neighborhood people because they'd gotten complaints from a Smith family and this little I think it was Pepper and it was this little girl's chicken that she'd had since she was little and it, she was the picture was so sweet it was like a black and white spotted like a broken black and white chicken and it was so cool looking and it even had like fluffy it was so fluffy feathers but the fi- the first newspaper that came out way before was th- this lady might have had to get gotten rid of her chickens because they weren't allowed chickens in Lumsden. So now you're allowed to keep five. They can free range in your backyard, but it has to be like properly fenced and your chickens <laughs> well, all have to be girls and you can sell the eggs. I don't know why they would include that bit, but yeah, I think that's all for my grouchiness. Caps, blankets, heaters, both. Yes, my last thing is that Alexa dots, I think they call them echo dots. Oh, hush, I'm not talking to you. Ooh, I will introduce you. Alexa, wake up. Say hello. Hi, I'm here. Not helping. Alexa, say hello to podcast. Sorry, I'm not sure. She says that a lot. I leave her unplugged most of the time because she starts talking in the middle of the night. Kind of an annoying thing. Like a younger sibling bursting in on you. Now I, simp- now I know what it's like to sympathize for her older siblings. Just so you all know, I'm doing this on a Monday, two weeks before this is all due, and I think I'm going to publish it on Tuesday tomorrow, but it's word of advice to my classmates, do like your entire podcast on the Monday, two weeks before, like this has actually been super fun, like 
typically on Thursday night, I'll leave, like, half my podcast to do, and then I'm all, like, anxious, interrupting. Uh, typically, we'll do, like, movie night with either Murdoch Mysteries or Merlin, but anyways, it just gets a little annoying after a while when I keep interrupting to have to go and record, but do it as soon as possible, and, like, I've only spent, like, 20 minutes in here talking about randomness, or as I've titled this episode, I believe, Anything New? I think it's a very good title, and I will wait for this to get to a minute and five seconds because I have to say goodbye. So, one, two, three, one, two, goodbye, my kooky friends. I know I just said bye, but I just remembered something. Uh, I've forgotten it.